0: thetruth.com with your host dj rome hey welcome to the program everybody you just stepped inside of psychotic bump school the place where education and entertainment meet at the intersection of funk and soul my name is DJ Rome and I want to welcome you to another exciting edition of psychotic bump school so ladies and gentlemen tonight oh, well, we have an amazingly full show to kick off the year of 2022 we have two returning guests who have been here multiple times before so check out this lineup tonight we're gonna to have my good brother Mr. Jeffrey Keller coming in he's gonna be breaking down uh, how we got down in the year 2021 as we continue to fight with coronavirus we're going to be talking politics we're going to be having a in memoriam tribute to all of the most well not all but a lot of celebrity passings that impacted us in the year 2021 and some that have occurred very very recently so jeffrey Kelly is going to be returning this evening also i'm proud to welcome back the good brother dr reggie robinson Dr. Robinson, of course, is a cardiologist out of Washington D.C. He's going to be talking to us about the latest in the battle against coronavirus, including the latest strain called Omicron. That's Dr. Reggie Robinson. So that's going to be our lineup kicking off this uh, show for 2022. So you might want to call your friends and family to the radio or the computer because we are about to set it off. So this is KCWGTheTruth.com. My name is DJ Rome. Welcome to Psychotic Bump School. Stay tuned for more. We're going to kick off our show with the good brother, Dr. Reggie Robinson, after this. Um. Hello. 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 How you do?
1: hello,
2: This is Dr. Reginald Robinson, and you're listening to The Psychotic Bump School with your host, DJ Rome, on KCWGTheTruth.com. The best internet radio station on the planet.
3: So many fans walk up to me and say, Blue, you bless me. That kind of shit makes my day in the best. beat. I could go to sleep thinking I reach somebody through the music. I could even teach somebody that they can do it. No matter what other people say, never let nothing stand in your way to make a brighter day. Tomorrow is a promise to a soul. Truth be told, you can hone what you own, but it's gone when you go. So behold, the gold that shines after your life is everything you did right, taking flight. And pass for the children to follow. Or lay in a classic rap that's a hook in our model. So zap to help rappers be a better rapper to their fans. By spreading all the knowledge that they can, which has no ledge. Just know the ledge and say hi to the coolest guy that you ever met. Um, Mr. Blue Sky. Hello. Mr.
2: Blue
1: Sky. How you do? Hello.
0: Okay, we are back. KCWG, thetruth.com. This program is called Psychotic Bump School. My name is DJ Rome, and ladies and gentlemen, as we embark upon a brand new year in 2022, who would have ever thunk it that with the onset of coronavirus all the way back in 2020, y'all, 2020, uh, that two years later, we'd still be here. As predicted by the scientific experts, they said, this uh, virus would evolve and take on different forms. And true to form, it certainly has done that. What have been the implications of that? Uh, We have one of our recurring and returning guests on the line once again. This good brother is a cardiologist in Washington, DC, and he has been dealing with this on the front lines. And I am so happy that he is actually one of our first guests for 2022. So ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome back to Psychotic Bump School, our good brother, Dr. Reggie Robinson. Dr. Robinson, are you there? I'm here. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you, good brother. Man. Uh, you were out there in Washington, D.C., and I was even shocked with the numbers kind of spiking even there. It's it's not I mean, I know you guys don't have representation in Congress yet, but you guys have they, they, they still track your numbers there. What are you seeing, man? The last time you you were here, I think, was maybe August of twenty twenty one. And at that time, that was pre that was pre Delta variant, I believe. So, yeah, yeah. what what's what's the latest out there? How, how's it
2: been going out there? Well, the DMB area, or DC, Maryland, Virginia, the Northern Virginia surrounding Prince George's, DC, actually leading some of the number number one uh, leading in the country, actually in this area, such mm-hmm. a because it's a transient city. You know, uh, federal oh, government yeah, yeah. is the biggest employer in the area, so people come as far away, you know, as Northern Virginia, about an hour away. They come from West Virginia, Maryland suburbs, uh, to come to work in the in the city, and mm-hmm. uh, bring all their things into the city and go right back out with, you know, out, out paying taxes and everything like that, you know, taxation without representation. Come on,
0: come on. Uh, well, that, that makes sense because I'm seeing all these Congress women and men coming down with it. Uh, the latest being uh, Ayanna Pressley. Uh, I think she's out of Massachusetts, but she is um, just only the latest. So are you seeing any, uh, what, what are you seeing? I mean, since you were last here, has your workload spiked again recently? We just came out of the winter season and so people expected that the numbers would change and be impacted with uh, people traveling across the country to see loved ones. Uh, what are you seeing? Are you impacted in the hospital where you are?
2: Well, we're going back to early COVID days now. So we're meeting every evening um, to set up huddles, you know, out of our 14 different art offices and all the way up to Baltimore. And we're going back to how we were doing things at the beginning of COVID, meaning trying to transition unnecessary patients, to com- you know, coming into the office, doing virtual visits mm. and changing the way we do stress tests. Um, you know, there's something called nuclear stress testing where you can get on the treadmill or you can do it without being on the treadmill. So we're trying to convert all those to Non-walking treadmill because, as you can imagine, even with the mask on and you're walking on a treadmill, you're spewing particles that's coming out of your mouth as you're huffing and puffing. Same mm. thing at a gym. People think that, you know, oh, I'm going to this little tiny gym, and if I wear my mask, you know, I'll be okay. You know, you may be better off than someone who hasn't had a vaccine, but those particles still can go out, especially if you're getting up to a high workload and you're really huffing and puffing and blowing out. So uh, mm-hmm. you can go, uh, there's um, DG alerts, or you go and, you know, look at the Johns Hopkins dashboards. Mm-hmm. And as of December 30th, uh, the U.S. total confirmed cases, 53 million plus, 53,600,000 mm-hmm. total death, 822,892 mm-hmm. confirmed cases in, in the per million population, 163,000 plus deaths per million population, 2,500 percent of population, partly vaccinated about 11.6% and population fully vaccinated 61.46%. So those are daily trackers that you can do on your own to, and that's, that's, uh, the reported ones. You don't have to report your home testing, right. Mm -hmm. And how many millions of people are actually doing home tests and coming down positive and just staying at home. So that's another, you can just guess on that.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Are you still tracking yours? Because I remember after the first two shots, I was getting text messages, and I'm not getting them anymore. To
2: yeah. uh, are you still getting text messages tracking yours? Well, with the uh, yeah, with the um, the V Safe program, they do it up into a certain uh, po- certain point, and after your uh, booster, and then you know I haven't had any more texts from that standpoint. Okay. Um. So getting the booster actually does help decrease your risk of severity. Um, but you still can get it. So I tell people if they can breathe, they can get any virus. Wow. The messaging came that, oh, if you get your vaccine, you can't get COVID. That was the wrong way of saying it. It it, it should have been saying, it should have been said that if you get your booster, the likelihood of you becoming sick or dying or having significant hospitalization would be a lot less. Yeah. Some, some have said that message, but I'm sure you've heard people on the news say, if you get your shot, you can't get COVID, you know, mm-hmm. or to some extent. But I always tell people act like you haven't got your booster. Yes, and and you know do the same thing you normally would do during COVID.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And a couple of things came to mind. You said you guys are sort of reverting back to old protocols, like toward the beginning. I'm wondering if that's a good thing and a bad thing at the same time. Let me reverse it. I'm wondering if that's a bad thing and a good thing at the same time. A bad thing in that it sounds like we're back into a crisis again, like at the onset of this whole thing. But it could be a good thing in that you've seen this movie before. So you kind of know how to respond. How do you articulate the differences in your responses now compared to when this first started in 2020?
2: Well, when you used to hear them call it the novel coronavirus, it's not novel anymore. We know about it. True. Right. And we know how it can spread. And we know that the, the Omicron virus potentially less deadly since more people are vaccinated, but more contagious. Yes. Um, We've seen in all of our office, people that are out and within one office that I work in, three people are including including the office manager. Mm -hmm. So now they've decreased the days for healthcare workers. Okay. You know, it used to be 10 days, then seven days, now five days. All right, get back to work. As long as you don't have symptoms, you don't have to get tested again. Just make sure you put your mask on due to the shortage in part. There is some science, but also you know that there probably is some workforce issues that sort of help dictate that as well. we'll see. So it's not just it's just it's not just us seeing the the pandemic, but we have to take care of our staff, right? As physicians, mm-hmm. we need to, you know, and the leaders in the offices, we need to do things that help protect our staff, their families. Many, you know, staff member may live in multi-generational homes. So That's if right. one gets yeah. it, then their kids, their brother, their grandmother, their mother, they all can get it. And then think about contact tracing from that standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, many from immigrant t- populations and they may be more clustered, right. Living in mm-hmm. high rise buildings and places where you can't just quote, uh, isolate or social distance. You know, it's almost like I can't go to a hotel if I can't afford to. That's right. I mean, people, you know, that can go. And if they get COVID positive, they can go somewhere else. They have to go back home. They have their kids there, their, you know, their family there. And they can't just go and board in their basement. Mm. Um, You know, you look at the reality of it. So we're learning. It's still a lot to learn because Mm -hmm. like any virus, it changes. It's an amazing, you know, molecule or not molecule, but all viruses change to sort of survive, right? It's their nature. That's why we get different influenza vaccines every year. And that's not to be unexpected with COVID or uh, Coronavirus.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if that's to be expected, then how do you feel about the messaging that has come out about shortening the length of time that someone may quarantine from 10 days down to seven and five? Cause it sounds like even where you are, there's been some <laughs> staffing impact as a result of maybe people coming coming up sick with it or coming down with it. And then if there is a complete, obliteration of available staff like you who can treat people, that would be a problem. So it, it seems like it begins to border on the political aspect of it rather than the science. You know what I mean? But what, how do you feel about the messaging around shortening the length of time of quarantine?
2: Well, they overlap it, you know, and and there's always speculation when the government starts doing stuff without fully explaining it. Mm-hmm. Right. So if they have the, the data, they need to put the data out and let people say, OK, here's the Incubation period, and here's the infectivity rate during time ten days versus seven days versus five days. Here's some new data that came out because there's new data coming out every every day. Yeah. So, if all of that is available, you know, they should you know really put it out so that the layman can understand it. You know, all yeah. you have to do is really talk to people and let them know this is why we're doing it. And in part, we do need the healthcare you know professionals to go back. Right, yeah. but not only the healthcare professionals. You have firefighters, some whole battalions getting uh, COVID because they're staying in there together. Um, mm-hmm. EMS, police force. So you know there are a lot of areas that's being affected by it.
0: Yeah. So right. being in the medical community, you're saying. I mean, are is the medical community saying that they could have done better with messaging because they have medical SARS in the administration? who are responsible for messaging. So is the general consensus is that they could have done a little bit better with the messaging? Yeah,
2: always, I think always, but again, many of the hospital systems, we take our leads from the CDC, NIH, you know, big research. Um, that's how we get a lot of that information. Mm-hmm. And when you start muddling with that, and it's not as clear sometimes that that can be effect, that can have an effect, a trickle down effect in what we are saying. So. Yeah. Most guidelines that come out of hospitals come from the CDC. Well, the majority of them, right. if not all.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Nope. Uh, you know, some will look at their infectious disease experts within the hospital if they're lucky enough to have inf- big infectious disease programs like Hopkins, like University of Washington, Seattle, that are actually doing some of the work in COVID and looking mm-hmm. at the data and looking at the infectivity of it um, and, and making some... Some tweaks in, in in their recommendations. So mm. we're sort of doing that within our system too. Okay. Trying to stay ahead of um, what we you know what's out there now, and try to make some common sense decisions. You know, now we're moving from pandemic to you know what probably will be called endemic. Yeah. Meaning that we just live with it. Ooh. Ooh. The, I want to talk the about inf- that. Yeah. Influenza is endemic in Ooh. our population. Okay,
0: as one example. Okay, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I didn't know how to go into that, but yeah, you just gave me a nice little bridge. I want to talk to you about that and talk to you specifically about Omicron in just a second too. But just just before I do that, just in terms of if you're boosted and whether you have the booster, excuse me, if you're vaccinated, okay? Let's just start with those that are vaccinated only and they may or may not have the booster. If you get COVID, you can obviously still get it, and spread it. Does it still, if you're vaccinated and particularly if you're boosted, can you still have long-term COVID even when you're vaccinated and boosted in terms of the the, the, the side effects that we don't know entirely what the long-term implications are, even if you're vaccinated? Uh, are there Are we seeing any evidence of what those long-term impacts are even for people who catch COVID yet they're vaccinated and or boosted?
2: Well, we're not far enough out yet, right? So boosters just really came about over the past six months. True. So we uh, we don't know.
0: We don't. And that's know the yet. that's
2: the right answer that people should say. I don't know. Okay. Um, you know the the thought the thought is that um, having your booster, which is which is known that your antibody levels are up, the effect on hospitalization from Delta and Omicron has actually now been shown that it helps with Omicron. Mm -hmm. Um, as well. And we can't forget that Delta is still out there. The beta is still out there. The other ones are still out there. Yes. And people that have had COVID who've had boosters can still get coronavirus. Case in point, one medical assistant in my office actually had vaccination, had COVID booster, had COVID in the past and got COVID again. Mm. Right. So you know, you can't let your guard down. That's the that's the message.
0: <sighs> Man, and you know, I'm just reflecting on some of the, the the chances even I take thinking I'm being safe. But this is KCWG, the truth.com's program's called Psychotic Bump School. I'm DJ Rome. We're talking to our good brother, Dr. Reggie Robinson. He's a cardiologist out of Washington, DC, and he's helping us break down and understand the progression and the prevalence, it's still here y'all, of coronavirus. Um, You talk about it being uh, approaching a status of influenza, being that it can soon become an endemic. So Omicron is here now. What can you tell us about what we know so far about Omicron? Its distinction from the Delta variant versus the beta that you were talking about? I don't even remember them referring to it as beta, but you just told me something there. How does Omicron distinguish itself from the others?
2: Well, the spike protein and that's how it gets into cells. The Mm. protein or the crown, Corona is a crown is for crown. Oh, yeah. looks like a spike so crowns on the virus um, surface and that's how it attaches to a cell and the mRNA vaccine and the um, the uh, Pfizer I mean in the um, Johnson Johnson vaccine helps the body to identify when it was developed that particular spike protein on the initial virus right so as the virus has more time to just chill out and Relaxing those unvaccinated and some vaccinated people. What does it do? It replicates. It modifies itself. It go. It it develops its own defensive strategy, so it can continue to live. So what happens? It changes its it it, it changes its Trojan horse, mm-hmm. right? It 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 doesn't look the same. So your body's like, now what is this? I, it looks familiar, but it's not quite the same. So the Omicron is that thing that doesn't look quite familiar. But looks a little bit of the same by these spikes, um, but it's changed those spikes. So it's thought to be quote less deadly for those vaccinated, but it's still one of the leading cause of hospitalization in those people that are unvaccinated coming into the hospital and flooding the hospital and yes, you know yes. having people to come to the ER just to get a COVID test when it's backing mm. back in ERs up. You know our hospital. I tried to send a couple of patients over um for like a 30 40 bed ER with over 130 something people waiting to get in. Oh gosh and oh. that's in my big level one trauma center big big healthcare center so imagine how that is in the smaller community centers oh absolutely. so yeah so Omicron is that that cousin of the initial vaccine virus that came about
0: the cousin. They all attack the lungs, right? So Omicron has a a, a a distinct impact on the lungs, a little bit different from the others, right? I understand it's not okay. as deadly, but what, what am I it getting? Af- it that? can
2: attack. It can attack the lungs, the heart, the brain, the the muscles, the you know all of the above. My daughter had it, and she had a booster. She's out there in L.A. Um, she was about to come out and visit me for Christmas, but the week Ooh. before. She felt like some had the worst pain she ever had in her life. And out in L.A. weather when it's 80 degrees, she was uh, she had her uh, heater on because she was having chills Mm. and um, she started to feel better like four or five days later. So maybe that was the booster helping her prevent progression and uh, duration of the of the virus's destruction of her body. So Mm. in her case, it affected mostly muscles fatigue I had another friend who had it so you can probably ask around now and and you'll hear more people having it closer to you than you did before yeah right so yes that's true so it's you know it's affecting people differently you know another person had the same kind of aches and you know they have been really more short of breath three Mm. or four days after the aches and pains have gone away Mm-hmm. Uh, with just feeling tired going up and downstairs.
0: so and these are vaccinated people
2: vaccinated people yes
0: man and see people will hear that dr reggie and the the skeptics will say see the vaccines don't work that's why the skeptics
2: will say that and then you tell them the ones that are in the hospital the majority of those are unvaccinated probably 99 percent of those that make it to the hospital and admit it are the unvaccinated because they didn't their body hasn't seen um COVID, right? Yes. And their body's not really prepared to start the fight. What the vaccine does, it has your body, your B cells, your T cells all ready to fight that, you know, that invader, right? So as soon as it happens, now your body can start working, those vaccinated patients and people that Mm -hmm. it can start working a lot quicker before that virus makes your immune system go haywire and flood your lungs attack your brain, attack your smell, attack your senses, mm. um, attack your blood vessels, form clots. So you're not seeing that necessarily in people that have been vaccinated. So that's for the skeptic.
0: That makes sense to me, Dr. Reggie. It really, really does. But yet, even because you said uh, your your coworker or your friend who's vaccinated and boosted, uh, if I heard you correctly, you said They just recently got it, despite previously contracting COVID. So there's the sense among the the unvaccinated that if you're. If you've already had the misfortune of catching COVID in the first place, you do. Natural immunity. Thank you. However, (laughs) but but that's not the case because you can catch it again and you can still uh, run some risk of being hospitalized and ending up on a ventilator. I mean, this is old stuff now, right? I mean, it's not novel yeah. anymore. Like you said, it's like we're still talking about it, Dr. Reggie
2: and, and the natural immunity. If they got it early on, they weren't getting the natural immunity from the Omicron. Mm. <laughs> right. They may have been oh. getting the natural immunity from the initial one or the Delta, you know, or any of those that are in between. And that antibody response doesn't last long. Oh, yeah. So that's yeah. not lifelong. Just like the vaccine's not lifelong. It's last. It lasts longer than the um, the natural immunity, and then you know, as as Israel is showing that there probably will need a, a fourth uh, yeah. another booster. I saw that. And so it's it's you know it, it it tends to be trending following what Israel does because you know in Europe, alert certain things can come forward and move forward a lot quicker than the FDA, which people think that the FDA rushes. It actually lags behind sometime with the testing and efficacy than in, in, in that they do in Europe.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They really do. Now, I, I I'm trying to keep this non-political, Dr. Reggie, but you do have states with governors that have different governing philosophies regarding how they're approaching COVID. I'm in California, where <laughs> your daughter is. You're on the East Coast. And then there's Florida Then there's Texas and people we're going into, I mean, 2022 is here now. So this is going to be a very, very intense election season now with midterms. So I hate to go there, but it's true. You talked about the antibodies and the the monoclonal just came to my mind because I know when the former president was in office, he was given that monoclonal cocktail, I think. And then there's governors still in the state at the state level, trying to push this including remedies such as that ivermectin, they're still talking about this stuff and they're still pursuing and calling for uh, donations and seeking attorneys through uh, GoFundMes to help patients who insisted on being unvaccinated have the misfortune of ending up in the hospital. And now they're trying to get an attorney to come in to force the hand of their doctors to administer ivermectin and things that are uh, not recommended by the CDC. This is political, Dr. Reggie. And I'm, I'm just wondering, you know, I've, I've asked you about the the that whole aspect of just the fatigue and the the, the messaging and around all that. We're in 2022 now, uh, Dr. Reggie. Um, do you have any thoughts on, you know, the how in 2022 this is going to uh, impact the medical community and the society as a whole?
2: I think generally in general, the medical community sticks with the science and you're not going to get someone generally to put something in another person that's not proven because that sets them up for we're one of the most litigious societies in the world Mm -hmm. and so if not if it's not proven if it's not not fda approved or it's not under compassionate use like some of the antibodies then the likelihood that you're going to make somebody do that would not be you know I, i don't think you know any of the intensivists or the critical care doctors would put their ethics Mm -hmm. at risk to to do that and you know i i stay away from the politics because you know we we when you look at stuff like this that's when the constitution goes awry and you Mm -hmm. have 50 different countries not 50 different states
0: essentially yes
2: yeah 50 different countries Mm -hmm. and 50 different presidents and what california has what probably like another 30 40 different cities or more than that so you have sub countries within those countries Mm. That that are doing their own thing. So, how do you think that there's going to actually be a um, uh, an actual na- a good response, a coordinated response?
0: Right. Uh, the impact on children, because I know you're a cardiologist, and I'm guessing you don't. Most of your patients are of the older variety, not so much the younger children, right? Um, right. Children are starting to, you know, be impacted this on a, a much wider scale. Um, before you, before I let you go, any thoughts on uh, what that could mean in terms of the transmissibility among children with this particular Omicron strain? Because I go back to work this week. I work in education, so this is going to impact me. What are your thoughts?
2: Well, it's not only going to just that, you know, we know how kids are with transmission of all kinds of germs, put in, in quotations, germs or mm-hmm. viruses. And, and they naturally are touchy-feely and Mm-hmm. you know, runny noses and you know things like that. So it's not unexpected that you're gonna see these school systems closing again, and like many of them are, or making new guidelines on their own yeah. because they don't have the actual, um, you know, leaders leadership from one place. You know, you made something, you know, a point that I'm a cardiologist and all medical specialties are learning about COVID because they have to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. coronavirus is one of the things that's furthest away from my um from my specialty right, right? Uh-huh. but it can especially from myocarditis and dealing with people that talk about i'm not going to get it because i heard that it causes inflammation of the heart mm-hmm. the vaccine, which occurred in people men under 30 and probably 0.07 percent out of the millions that have been vaccinated versus the mm-hmm. 800 000 deaths from covid so it's hard sometimes it's hard to convince people when you think about that, uh, even though statistics are really small.
0: Uh, Land the plane for us, good brother. Some great resources for us.
2: Well, always go into the cdc.gov. You can go to your local city health department, like in DC, it's coronavirus.dc.gov. So each city or state will have their own websites. Um, And most cities will have their own site to, to track them. And the Johns Hopkins site, I'm um, just going on Johns Hopkins and their COVID tracker.
0: All right, good brother. Well, continued success. And uh, thank you for joining us. And uh, happy new year, good brother.
2: Same to you. Yeah,
0: this
4: is Jeff Keller from the Pocho Hour Power on KPFK 90.7 FM. And you're listening to the Psychotic Bump School with your host, DJ Rome, on KCWGTheTruth.com, the best internet radio station on the planet. Oh, yeah.
1: right We started to kick it I ain't looking for no love I just want something different Tatted up queen Bean town Boricua Te hago lo que quieres Papi lo necesita Them chicks is sips. I'm the two Peep up Peep up Yeah Madam Cruz Shaking it with their trunias Papi come through Peep up Peep up Yeah 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 for me
0: Okay, we are back. KCWG, the truth.com. This program is called Psychotic Bump School. My name is DJ Rome. And ladies and gentlemen, we are off and running at the races with a brand new year, a brand new stack of days of year 365 and counting. It's 2022, y'all. That means there are tons of political implications coming down the pipe this year. We have a midterm election. We're coming out of a transformative year, second year of a pandemic. And, oh, my God, the political political that is the political implications of that have just been monumental. So to help me break it on down to its final compound. I have a guest on the line. Y'all know this, brother. Y'all come on, man. Y'all know this cat, man. He's one of the longest standing co-hosts of the Pocho Hour Power radio show in Southern California and Los Angeles. Uh, he's a former athlete with the Atlanta Falcons. He's a, a actor, a writer, a director. This cat does it all. And did I say he's a stand up? guy as long uh, or along with being a stand-up comedian the brother does it all and that man ladies and gentlemen please help me welcome back to psychotic bump school our good brother in 2022 mr jeffrey keller mr keller are you in the house for 2022
4: (laughs) yes i am young man
0: (laughs) man i'm glad we made it man who you telling man happy new year brother happy new year Man, was it by humbug or did you actually have a did you have a good time during the holiday season, Mr. Keller?
4: You know, I did. Except for New Year's Eve, I got a wild hair
0: and I had an In-N-Out burger.
4: And I haven't had a burger in like three years. Really? And my 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 let's just say my system has been out of whack ever since.
0: An In-N-Out burger and you had a wild. So was there a wild hair in your burger?
4: No, I just haven't had any any uh, red meat in three years.
0: What caused that hiatus? Was that intentional? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So what made you suddenly crave an In-N-Out burger?
4: Man, I was driving home and I saw In-N-Out and I was like, you know, I ain't had an In-N-Out burger
0: in three years.
4: <laughs> let me go ahead and just do something different.
0: Ooh.
4: And then, let me tell you, I woke up in the morning. I was. Well,
0: I You felt different doing... all right, huh? Oh, dude, I was,
4: I'm just now starting to get back to normal. Shoot.
0: Oh, no. I'm sorry to hear that, brother. Because I remember there was a time because, you know, I'm vegetarian, but there was a time and I'm like, you know what? I want a Big Mac because Mr. Keller, when I grew up in the 70s, man, I can't recall when In-N-Out Burger came along, but that is the dominant like fast food burger stand. Now, back in my day, it was a McDonald's. Right. Uh-huh. And I'm like, OK, I want a Big Mac. And I had long. Uh, taking myself off a of red meat, but I wanted a Big Mac. It was good. <laughs> so did you? Did you at least enjoy the burger? Uh, let me tell you something. That was that was uh, that burger was amazing. Man, man, it just yeah. made your stomach it just made your stomach turn flips though, huh? Oh, my whole system just went out of way. Oh man, I'm sorry to hear that. And knowing the health conscious brother that you are, that it's not going to jive with as much as you work out and stay in shape. Yeah, man,
4: it's, it was just let me just say, I'm just now starting to get back to normal. So,
0: yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear that, man. Well, uh, 2022 is here, man. And by and large, I mean, I'm glad many of us who made it over, you know, our health is intact, man. Um, we got a lot coming up this year, a whole lot. Uh, before we get into that, though, I was wondering what kind of general reflections you had about 2021. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do a special tribute in in memoriam for uh, all the passings that we had in 2021. Not all of them, but some of the key ones. And I'm gonna have Mr. Keller join me for that a little later during this segment. But just generally speaking, um, Mr. Keller, how would you summarize 2021, the second year and counting of a pandemic that has semi-crippled the nation once again for an entire year, and here we are still battling it, heading into 2022. Mr. Keller, what are your thoughts? You know, I, I always go
4: back to what my doctor used to tell me about the flu shot. Right?
1: Mm-hmm. He'd
4: say, "Don't get the flu shot because it's for last year's flu. It's oh. not for this year's flu." And I'm starting to think maybe that's what's happening with the pandemic. Right? It's mm-hmm. for last year's variant, not not the new one coming.
1: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so,
4: you know, I don't see any. I don't see any help in sight. I just think it's going to be something we have to uh, mm-hmm.
0: learn to live with. Yeah, well, you're you're not wrong. Uh, We also had on um, on this show, Dr. Reggie Robinson, cardiologist out of Washington, D.C. And yeah, he was talking about that very same thing. This will soon become an endemic, not just a pandemic, in that it's going to be here in perpetuity, as they say on Shark Tank, (laughs) we'll have to learn to live with it, like you said, because influenza is also an endemic because it's still here i mean it's, it's mm-hmm. not spreading and killing people at the same rate as when it first you know came to our shores but yeah mr keller i think you're right your doctor's not wrong man this this is i mean the omicron is do you see any because um, the the you know we're in california you and i so mm-hmm. most of us go back to work for those of us that work in education a lot of us are going back to work tomorrow and the students definitely will return this week, but some schools already, Mister Keller, they're going back to online. Have you been seeing that? Yeah, the Cal States are going back to online. Yeah, yeah. Uh, USC's
4: going back to online for the first two
0: weeks. First couple of weeks, yeah, and across the country. So, yeah. does this do? Do you think that would be a good idea if we went wholesale back online again? The the impact that it have on education, educators, and children in particular.
4: I think you're probably seeing the same thing I'm seeing, and and we're seeing ninth and tenth graders that are really sixth and seventh graders
0: oh. uh, behaviorally. Wow, wow, that is so deep. Talk to me about that.
4: You know, because of the so- social, that the kids are at home and they're, you know, they're on their iPhones, they're on their iPads, they're on their computer, and they just playing and creating. A, a fake personality, and they try to live that. Oh. I mean, I know at at at, at the school I, I work at, I've never seen such spoiled behavior in my life. Oh, I mean, I've seen I've seen kids just tell the principal, ah, just roll their eyes and walk away, or, or throw something at them. I mean, this this is the worst behavior I've ever seen. Man, y'all didn't do that at your school when you was in high school. Now, we did worse but we we but <laughs> but
0: but uh
4: uh-huh. uh we did show respect to to adults yeah um these kids again they're they're, they're like seventh and eighth graders in ninth and tenth grade and, and they're acting like it
0: yeah the socialization piece is really huge i mean how much interaction and interpersonal skills can you develop if you're at home all the time right i mean right. Doesn't it sort of breed and become a, a, a cesspool of social awkwardness? Mm-hmm. And, it, it, and it eliminates focus
4: and concentration because when you're online, these kids are playing video games. They're not listening. They're mm-hmm. texting their buddies. So now when they come back to school, you're asking them to focus for you know, 70, 80 minutes. And these kids are like, are you crazy?
0: Yeah. I haven't
4: done that in two years.
0: I know. And I was just tripping because I, I just uh, the little ones who are like in, say, first grade now, their whole I mean, <laughs> if you're only six years old, I mean, your whole life has been online learning. Yes. For the most part. I mean, they ain't, they've barely seen the inside of a school. Isn't that yes,
1: crazy?
0: well, how, how many
4: how many of those kids now are going to be special ed? because Mm -hmm. teachers don't want to deal with their behavior and they're not special ed they just never had to sit in a class before
0: man you know what Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that because you you know what kind of work I do we got Mm -hmm. so many referrals when we came back and there were tons of assessment requests um, upon returning to work after these pretty much two years of being on distance learning and Of course a lot of them did not qualify but it's just that thought that man my there's been a regression that's the sense that people are getting you don't have to be an expert to to see that there has been some impact and so a lot of it is just just checking and seeing and making sure to to what degree that they're they they have fallen behind if at all uh most of the time there there were some things that were you know in play Prior to coronavirus. And so those are some legitimate referrals, because if you were already struggling with learning and having a difficult time keeping up with the pace of instruction, you know, then being on distance learning certainly did not help you. But for those that were doing just fine, you know, we're getting C's and above, and then they got all F's during distance learning. And even when they come back to school, they're still getting F's. Now you, Now you got a problem. Now you, now you got something that is worth exploring. We'll explore it all because, like I said, we've been busy, Mr. Keller. We've been testing left and right to make sure that parents are assured that their kids have not regressed to such a degree that they need an individualized plan. But right. the social impact that you're talking about, I'm so glad you brought it up. It's, it's they're, they're struggling emotionally. Yes. They're, they're having a hard time coping and managing the stressors of this world that is just barreling out of control with no end in sight if we go back to distance learning if we retract and pull back again like that mr keller um yeah i mean and you know and i'm vaccinated i mean i get it i get it but i'm i'm worried about us falling all the way back like that again i don't i don't that don't feel like the right thing to do this time you know what i mean yeah no i agree i,
4: I don't think i don't think they should i mean these kids need to be in school they need to Get the social component, and they also have to see like, and I'm sure you're seeing this. A lot of these kids don't think school's important anymore.
2: Oh, they think man. they're going
4: to be social influencers. They think they're going to be TikTok man. millionaires.
0: Man, dude, I mean, and why wouldn't they think that? Because if they're if they're undereducated, what real real world skills will they be able to bring to the workforce? I mean. Yep. Aren't they going to have problems seeing themselves fitting into society in that way? Now, I'm going to flip it just a little bit because you're, you're making such a good point And I don't even want to diminish it by saying this, but I'm also seeing students who actually thrive. And see, audience, I'm not trying to downplay. I mean, I'm agreeing every with everything Mr. Keller is saying. Concurrently with that, I've seen some students thrive. Maybe you've seen this too, Mr. Keller. You, mm-hmm. Kids who are bullied, kids mm-hmm. who are being harassed uh kids who were being socially ostracized on campus in person their grades actually either stabilized or went up during distance learning and then we had kids who were already sort of you know self-guided self-motivated and Mm -hmm. you know saw a a vision of themselves beyond high school and you know it's like yo my family expects me to go to college so i can't be messing around even though i'm distance learning nobody's watching me but I'm pretty much paying attention <laughs> to class online. When I'm logged in, I may not have my camera on, but I'm logged in and I'm pretty much paying attention and I'm turning my work in. Those kids are just fine and it's a lot of them too. So I don't have the numbers on the stats, but it, there, there's absolutely no denying that this this has been harmful um, to too many kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. And, it's the, and it's
4: the kids of color. Oh man. You know, because their parents can't help them. You know, their parents are trying to work and survive. And, you know, these kids, you know, don't think it's it's serious. You know, it's mm-hmm. you know, it's it's like when when we were growing up, kids thought they're gonna be football, basketball players. They didn't need school. Now these kids oh. think they're gonna be social influencers.
0: Man, bro, um <laughs> yeah, you just you, you man, you're not kidding, and. But in order to do that, you need the social skills in order to do that. And so, yeah, man, it's like, see, ladies and gentlemen, when I bring Mr. Keller on, I never know where the conversation is going to go. You know, I can go macro and I can go micro, but either way, we're going to be talking about some real stuff. But yeah, this is this is what is going on today. And as we head into this new year. And with schools starting up again, I mean, we're already seeing that some campuses are going to be uh, delaying the return of students to campus. And so some are really concerned that uh, they they call it mission creep in the world of politics. It's like, OK, we're doing airstrikes, but if you're doing that, you're probably going to lead to a ground war, <laughs> you know, right. So- so people are really scared and concerned now. But this is KCWG, the truth.com. This program's called Psychotic Bump School. My name is DJ Morom. We're chatting it up with our good brother, Mr. Jeffrey Keller. Talk about a media influencer! This brother is all over media. He's in person. He's online. He's on radio. Uh, Mr. Jeffrey Keller, always a pleasure. Uh, let's talk a little bit about politics. I mean, you can't extrapolate politics from what's happening with this pandemic. Good brother. Uh, most recently, I just saw. You know this. this Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene did you hear about this they just was she she, well what what had not she done right they just (laughs) they just permanently suspended her from Twitter permanently permanently and this time it's it's uh they they gave her five warnings so it's not like they just kicked her off like willy-nilly and uh I definitely want to get your opinions on this because I know how you feel about uh, this, you know, when, when we start bordering on, you know, what would what some would call censorship. But they gave her five chances, Mr. Keller. This is the woman. She's out of Georgia. And, you know, I'm going to talk more about Georgia as we go along. But she's a part of that strain, like the this second generation of Sarah Palin, but worse. <laughs> right. Her and Lauren Baber, they're, they're out of control. Lauren Baber was threatening Ilhan Omar uh, out of Minnesota. And. You know, making jokes in public about her uh, cops running to the elevator and, you know, and saying that, no, don't worry about her. She don't have a backpack on her, so she's not going to blow up the the elevator. I mean, just crazy stuff. And, you know, Green is talking about, you know, all this misinformation about coronavirus and the impacts of the vaccine. So Twitter, they gave her five chances, Mr. Keller. And this time she's suspended permanently. Permanently. She gone. And she gone, gone, bro. She gone. And okay, you can't audience can't see this, but Mr. Keller, bear with me because I I could tell that um, I'm going to do something right here, ladies and gentlemen. Bear with me. I'm going to show something to Mr. Keller. Audience, I know you can't see this, but this is what's been going on. She's been with QAnon. uh, She's raised the issue of uh, the 9-11 attacks. And so, you know, that's a red herring right there. She even harassed the Parkland survivors of the Parkland shooting in Florida. OK, so if you recall, uh, what was the dude's name? Alex Jones. Uh-huh. Well, Alex Jones was about Sandy Hook. Man, they, they, he lost that case. His wife just filed for domestic abuse. Uh, it, it's a hot mess. in that on that side question school shootings, endorse execution of Democrats, call midterms, Islamic invasions, anti-Semitic conspiracy. And of course, you know, she lied about Obama and the Democrats. But, you know, what what GOP member doesn't do that. They argue that Democrats do the same about them. But that's just a snapshot, Mr. Kelly. What are your thoughts on um, the th- this latest act by Jack Dorsey outgoing? Because he's not going to be over Twitter uh, indefinitely. Um, what are your thoughts, good brother?
4: I mean, my thing is, who's voting for
0: her? Bruh,
4: you know, if they, if they know these are her stances and what she's doing, I guess she's already been fine with fifty thousand dollars. Mm. Um, you know, for not being masked. Um, yeah, you know that's
0: it's you know uh, you know the better they like her they love her.
4: Yeah, that's why she does it.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. You know, th- th- I think this is the sad thing we talk about. Twenty twenty-one, we 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 crip bloods, man. Oh, man. You know, it's 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 two it's it's two Americas right now. Wow. Red and blue, man. It's, and I don't see anything coming that's going to get us together.
0: I know. I know. We're not. I mean, well, and we've talked about it here with you. You know, when we've had our panel discussions, you said that Joe Biden campaigned on being able to work with the other side and being able to mm-hmm. reach across the aisle to get things done. Uh, legislate- legislatively, they're negotiating with people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, who who espouse these kind of things. And so mm-hmm. do you, what onus do you put on Joe Biden for, for these times we're in right now?
4: Well, that's, but that's one person, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, you still have, you know, others you, you can deal with to get what you need done. Mm-hmm. You know, I always go back to uh, you know, partisan politics. Now we, we we're no, they no longer do what's best for the country. They do what's best for them. Mm. Um, you know, it's 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 really tragic. I mean, it goes back to when Obama what uh, was president what what what's the name say? My, my job is to make sure he's a one-term president.
0: Mitch McConnell. yeah. You know,
4: what does that mean? Do the, the, the country needs stuff and you're gonna vote no because you don't want him to win a second term?
0: And see, I know I, I get it, but I don't know. Maybe I wasn't following politics that closely when or up until Barack Obama became president but I don't remember that much partisanship prior to him. I mean, I know people hated Clinton and I know people who just historically in their family, they, they vote Republican, so they hated Jimmy Carter um, as well. But I never saw it to the degree until uh, that year when Barack Obama was campaigning and his opponent was John McCain and who did he bring to the forefront and why we have all this craziness in my opinion. He brought out Sarah Palin as his running mate.
4: Yeah.
0: To me, that was the beginning of the end for the GOP. I mean, again, as much as John McCain is revered, that choice right there to pick her. That's how we got down this rabbit hole with them, because then you got Tea Party. Remember then? Where's the Tea Party today? I mean, it wasn't even about taxes. They were just like. No, we ain't doing anything for this dude. And you're right, Mitch McConnell was like, we're gonna make this dude a one-term one term president and everything he wants, we're gonna say no, even to things traditionally that we usually vote yes for. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And and I don't know why Republicans didn't like Clinton, because he was more he was more of a conservative Republican than he was a Democrat with some of the policies he passed with the crime bill and 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 other things. I mean, come mm-hmm. on now.
0: Yeah well um republicans are on record for being more corrupt democrats are on record for being more sexually promiscuous (laughs) and maybe gop is just jealous about that they get they get more play than they do i don't know man and again to me they're always looking for the nixon equivalent and bill clinton is always their their scapegoat and you know before i mean up until obama came he was the person he still is and then you know you saw what happened when hillary tried to run again and yeah they just don't like them
4: yeah no they just um oh my god they they feel like they're losing their america so they so they like to cater to that section of people that have those beliefs right like you know, immigration is taking over America. Black people are criminals and they're not getting prison time. And and we're losing our America, and our white. I mean, isn't that what January 6th was about?
0: Dude. Um, yes, that's what it was about. Speaking of that, uh, this week, we have the anniversary of January 6th already, Mr. Keller. Look at what these cops are saying now, man. Uh, Harry Dunn, he was the only black man out there that took the stand a little while ago. Um, Headline for this one says, it's scary to think we opened we opened up Pandora's box because we're already on the first anniversary of this. And he was out there taking all kind of racial slurs, taking all kinds of battering, as were his colleagues that testified on the stand that day, including Officer Fanone, who I think is now a CNN contributor. I know the GOP just loves that. (laughs) And uh, yeah, they. And they're still downplaying it. Um, the the brother, I can't think of his name, Gunnell, I think his name is. I have to find it. But he was just mad at Mike Pence because Mike Pence is still saying we're not going to let just this one day be such a blemish on the great American history uh, legacy. And dude is like, bruh, that wasn't just one day. I almost died trying to protect you from getting hanged by people who say they support your party. Like It wasn't just one day. And they're still trying to make it seem like it was just a day of tourists, bruh. So, yeah, that's why people like Harry Dunn and others like it saying, yeah, this week is the anniversary of January 6th. And yes, it could happen again. That was only a dress rehearsal. They were just rehearsing. They were just practicing for the real thing. What do you thought, man?
4: Man, this is what happens when there's no accountability, right? (sighs) There's no accountability for the actions. They can say and do what they want and they still get reelected. They they you know, I, I just think it's crazy that one person can hold up a bill, right? We're giving them all this
0: power. Wow. Okay, who are you talking about right now? Um, Mansion? Yeah, yeah, Mansion. Joe Mansion out of West Virginia. Wow,
4: you know, how does he get all this power?
0: Bruh. Bruh.
4: I'd work with other people and say forget it, we'll get some Republicans and we won't even mess with you.
0: (laughs) In the old days, they could. In the old days, they could, but now their districts that they come from are so hyperpartisan, again, because of the Sarah Palin effect, that they don't have to. They're so extreme. They know that if they even give the an inkling of appearance that they're willing to reach across the aisle to work with a Democrat on something major. I mean, they, they work together on smaller bills that are right. not as combustible, but... On something major like the Build Back Better bill, which Joe Manchin is against, and he's just, man, he's just a hot mess. And not to mention Kristen Cinema out of Arizona. She's the other one. But yeah, you're right. Back in the day, if you couldn't get two Democrats, it's like, OK, so what? You know, reasonable politicians from back in the day would you could count on them to, you know, be friends with each other. And now they're practically wanting to have like duels right there on the floor of the Senate. Because they, they've gotten so hyper partisan. Yeah. And they don't have to compromise because their constituents back home, they want them to be extreme. They want them to say no. They don't want them to cooperate with any Democrat. And it's always the Democrat reaching off to them. They don't reach out to Democrats to do anything major. No. Because they want their guy to be president. They want,
4: they want to control the House and, and the Senate, you know. They they want they want control again. So they're going to make sure that you fail.
3: Oi DJ Valida. I vi slušate DJ Roma na Psychotic Bump School. Mjesto gdje se spajaju obrazovanje i zabava na raskrsnici funk
4: i sola. Wo shi xinlixuejia Liu Meiyang boshi, ni zai DJ Roma zhuchi Psychotic Bump School. KCWGthetruth.com quanqiu zuihao de wangshang guangbo diantai. Salut
1: tout monde, c'est Lenoubian. Salut, c'est Celia et Hélène, et vous écoutez le Psychotic Bump School avec notre hôte DJ Rome sur KCWGtheTruth.com, la meilleure radio internet sur, sur toute, toute la, la planète. What's up, everybody? This is Sy si Smith, and you're listening to Psychotic Bump School with your host DJ Rome on KCWGtheTruth.com, the best internet radio station on the planet
4: yo yo what's up everybody this is your man Eric Rico and you're currently in tune to psychotic bump school with your host DJ Rome on KCWG the
3: the best internet radio station on the planet My brothers, my people, what's new? What did this world teach you? What has it brought you? Hope all is well on your come up in this here world. Heard you had to leave your girl. So it's time for some new diamonds and pearls. And it's okay for you live to see another day. And don't trip. I got you. If you slept, remember on that day some jump tried to take your life away. That gang bang mess is for real. They don't play. But God proved to be more realer. Go ahead and get your thriller killer. M.E.D. When a guy. Skill is so just for life. And when I say I give my life, better believe that's right. To the very end, through thick and thin. For you, my dog, my homie's best friend. The dog is the homie's best friend. He'll <to> be there through the very end. The dog is the homie's best friend. He'll be there through the very end. My dog, homie's for life. Homies, that's right, gunshots in the night, hope that you're all right. By the way, how's your pops? Let him know when this record drops, it's gonna be all good. Soon me and little brother's about to bounce up out the hood and make good. Got big plans, need much land to expand. Raise up my little man to be a big man, just like his dad. Show him things in this world that I ain't never had. Be the father that I ain't never had. See homies, they ain't just friends, it's when you can confide in, when the life they live in, feels like it's giving in, the ice they skate on is wearing thin, got y'all to the very end, my dogs, my homies and friends, comrades and cousins, Kins, I'll be there to the very end, my doors always open, hoping that y'all hear me loud and clear, but action speaks louder than words. So I show y'all how much I care By speaking loud and proud For all our people to hear Shouting at the top of my lungs That we are all equal All the same gods under the sun Brother from another mother I eat you weak and that's the way that it is Locked down and in jail You'll always be my homies for life All my dogs who seem like they in hell You'll always be the homies for life You'll always be the homies for life Southside, hood, neighborhood Homies for life, that's my dog J-Bone, that's my dog Mobile Mike, that's my dog Tank dog, that's my dog, the homie Scoop Low, that's my dog, Trouble Low, that's my dog, Big dog, that's my dog, Joe Ski, that's my dog, Wacko from the south side, Neighborhood, Smiley, running Rock, Johnny, 805, j dog, keep your head up, homie, 8-Ball, J, yeah, rest in peace, A ball J, rest in peace, yeah, peace dog, you'll always be my homie for life, you'll always be the homie for life, huh, for a dog is a homie's best friend. He will be there through the thick and thin, to the very end. And the dog is the homie's best friend. 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 Homie's best friend. 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 he will be there through the thick and thin. The dog friend. is a homie's best. Friend.
0: is kcwg the truth.com's programs called psychotic bump school my name is dj rome we're talking to our good brother mr jeffrey keller he's helping me break down to his final compound all the implications of the year 2021 as we head into uh questionable 2022 what is really going on man we don't know well um that was quite a reflection uh midterms are coming up so uh, i'll get your final thoughts on that in just a second but mr keller we lost a lot of people in 2021 man Oh, my God. Yeah, man. And some um, I'm going to play a little montage for you um, for the benefit of the audience. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to have you and I kind of talk over it because uh, they, they can't see what we, you and I are about to look at. It's about, okay. seven, it's about seven minutes long, but it just gives you an idea. And it doesn't even cover the most recent ones, because, you know, you and I know we just lost about three or four big ones, like in the last 48 hours as of this interview. And i'm gonna talk to you about that but ladies and gentlemen uh indulge me if you will uh let's pay tribute to all the great uh losses that we incurred in the year of 2021 and uh as we pay tribute here on psychotic bump school kcwg the truth.com um may these wonderful people rest in peace so let's rotate mr keller all right <laughs> Okay, this is Charlie Watts of the Rolling Stones. Michael Constantine, actor. Michael K. Williams, actor. Mr. Keller. the musician Vicente Fernandez. Dennis Thomas of the band Cool in the Gang. Clarence Williams the Third. Hold, hold on, we lost Clarence Williams the Third, Mr. Keller. Oh my God, you talking about Prince's dad? He gone, dude. Purple Rain. What, well, uh, Francis L.
4: Link from Mod Squad.
0: From Mod Squad, dude, come on. Johnny Pacheco, musician. Oh, my God. We're just getting started. Oh, I know what's coming from this one. Gavin McCloud. Oh, wow. What do you remember about the love boat, Mr. Keller?
4: You know, at at Paul Mooney's uh, um, uh, passing uh, for life, uh, I sat with Isaac. At my table from the love boat.
0: Oh wow, that's Ted
4: Lang. Yeah, and I I'm like, I'm like, I he goes, Yeah, yeah. I said, Oh dude, this is awesome. I said, That's I the love mm. you on the love boat. But yeah, um wow. you know, this is childhood memories, right?
0: Yes that's, that's wow. It's crazy, bro. Murray, come into my
4: office.
0: The Mary Tyler Moore show. I never watched it, but oh man. We lost Ed Asner too. <laughs> hey. Cloris Leachman. Oh, that old. she was brilliant. Oh man, Marky Post from Night Court. Charles Robinson. Oh man. Oh wow. Frank Bonner, Jeffrey Keller. We're flashing your whole life in front of your eyes right now. Yeah, we are. Laverne and Shirley. We lost. We lost Carmine. Carmine, yeah, Carmine Raguso?
4: yeah, he gone.
0: Eddie Mecca is gone in 2021. Wow, that was a Shirley Feeney's boyfriend. Oh my yep. gosh, what is going on? Welcome to the
1: big time.
0: Oh, who's this? Michael Nader of Dynasty, nighttime wow. soap operas. Oh, I'm not Gavin or Hillary. I honestly don't know who that was. Elgin Baylor. Mr. Kelly. We, lost, we
4: lost Elgin.
0: We lost Elgin Baylor in 2021, bruh.
4: I loved Elgin. He's one of the nicest guys. Oh, man.
0: Phew. Good. Yeah, he's a good guy. Wow. Curly Culp. Curly, my man. Oh, Curly Culp, professional football player. Yes, yeah, sir. NHL, Rod Gilbert. Yep. Oh. Demarius Thomas what happened to him that was a young buck man yeah he,
4: he uh I believe it was alcoholism
0: really yeah so sad he couldn't have been 30 something right yeah he was 30 something young buck man oh
4: my gosh some guys have a hard time adapting when they get done playing
0: man you ain't kidding Bobby Unser Diane Durham gymnast wow tommy lasorda jeffrey Kelly, you're at just about every single dodger game bruh tommy lasorda i don't my whole childhood and seemed like a good portion of my adulthood it was always tommy lasorda man i love tommy I, you know i got to shake
4: his hand one day wow uh, at a dodger game that was awesome i told him thank you for everything you did for the dodgers
0: wow yeah I'll never forget that year. Man, what year was that? Uh, I guess it was the same year Rick Monday hit that home run and saved the season for them. Um, but I just remember Tommy running out to the field when they won and that you know big pot belly was running out to celebrate with his team. It's like, man, Tommy Lasorda, bruh. Mr. Dodger. Mr. Mr. Dodger, you ain't kidding. Lee Elder. Come on now, come on Lee, now. Lee Elder professional golfer where would we have had tiger woods if there had been no lee elder oh my probably god not. Yeah. probably not wow uh so you know that music oh no not him hammerin hank hammerin hank man hank aaron home run king and look at this one coming up here mr wonderful paul orndorff the wrestler Wow. turn off them pythons. Yeah, exactly. Dusty Hill. The music you're hearing is from the band ZZ Hill. We lost Dusty Hill. This was my favorite fighter right here. Marvelous Marvin, Hag- Marvelous
1: Marvin Hagler. Marvelous Marvin
4: Hagler. Marvelous
0: Marvin Hagler. Southpaw, one of the best technicians in the game that has ever fought. Oh, man. We lost Marvelous Marvin Hagler. He never got over losing the Ray Lenny. He never did. He never did. Wow. you thought he was stolen. Yeah. Actor George Siegel. Tawny She She's on the wall of a lot of when I was bussed out to the valley as a kid, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> they loved her, man. They loved uh-huh. Tawny Katane. Lisa Barnes, actress. Hal Holbrook, actor. Uh, classic. B.J. Thomas. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Oh, that one. Jay Black. Tanya Roberts, she's another one who was like, you know, on the poster or on the walls of a lot of teenage aspiring uh, young boys, pubescent boys. Tanya Roberts was considered the bomb, man. She passed away in 2021,
4: right?
0: Wow. One One of my favorite movies. Really? Field of Dreams. Art Lafleur, John Paul Belmondo, Jane Withers. Wow lost a lot of them mr keller christopher Plummer, the actor some greats wow jean-marc valet director this song you're hearing right here ladies and gentlemen from the everly brothers we lost mr don everly bosom buddies we lost peter scolari oh i didn't know that wow Stuart Damon, actor.
4: Oh, yeah, I remember him. Okay.
0: Oh, Suzanne Douglas, actress. That sister was in, um, what was that movie with um, this? Oh, my God. She's timeless. She played Ike T- uh, Tina Turner. Man, what's her name? Bassett, Angela Bassett. She played Angela Bassett's sister in um, Stella Got a Groove Back. Oh, damn. Suzanne Douglas. She was the prissy, like, oh, how could you be with a younger man? Really? <laughs> Suzanne Douglas, beautiful sister, man. We lost her too. Good yeah. grief. Lying, and she's taking me back to the Sally sky. Ann House. TV show General Hospital, Jay Pickett. John Riley. Not John Riley. Oh boy, the young and the restless, Jerry Douglas. Wow.
1: Ma, I love him awful oh god
0: that's too bad olympia dukakis another great actress another great oh now this political guy rush limbaugh you say dustin diamond friend. screech but you say james yeah. michael taylor the tyler oh man this one Who's here guy? that one hurt right there bro. when we lost biz marquee that one really hurt because yeah. he was such a gem biz Markey, wow Willie Garson. Saginaw Grant, the Native American. Come on now. Wow. Jessica Walter, actress.
4: That Jessica. Oh, my God.
0: Larry McMurtry. We just lost Bell Hooks, the author and writer. Uh, Anne yeah. Rice, you just lost her interview with a vampire. Eric Carl, author. Beverly Cleary, author. Jerry Marsden, musician. Actress Betty Lynn, Virgil Abloh. I saw that trending when Virgil passed away. Young cat, man. Yeah. Um, Highly influential young brother, man. Virgil Abloh, fashion designer. Rest in paradise, brother. Wow. This one hurts right here, bro. This one really hurts. mary wilson man of the supremes i met her man um i haven't shared this story publicly before um i met her man uh, my late dear friend who's not a part of this memoriam dj al jackson um, he and i used to go to mary wilson's house man she used to throw the most wonderful parties and it was al jackson's father that got us into those parties his father was a jazz musician he knew all these uh people in the music industry. And Mary Wilson used to throw these parties that were invitation only. Man, and when I tell you, it it was Hollywood and up in North Hollywood, but she was classy, man. It wasn't no craziness going on. It wasn't no drugs or anything popping off. Every time I spoke to her, she would smile and say hi. She didn't know me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. She didn't know me, she was just nice. She always welcomed us to her home. And she was just a nice, nice lady. So when she passed away, man, it hit different. And uh, that's the first time I've ever said anything uh, publicly about it. Uh, it made me think about my good friend Al Jackson, because my first yeah. coming into adulthood years of going out and partying was at Mary Wilson's house of the Supremes. May she rest in paradise. Mary Wilson. Wow. Charles Groden, actor. Oh, my god. Wow. Not Yafikoto. Come on now. Oh, Richard Donner, filmmaker. No. DMX! oh what you really want! Oh my god. Damn. Richard Donner though. Wow. Richard Donner. Forces of nature, Ned Beatty. Come on, one of
4: the greatest actors of all time.
0: Ned Beatty. Yes. Wow. Uh-oh. Not the monkeys. Michael Nasyman?
4: Yeah, man. Wow
0: norm mcdonald norm power man wow oh this guy that's a politician oh no. United not to say senator bob dole that's right oh my god he ran for president too didn't he yeah, he did yeah he ran for president wow but on how honest you are and how you face adversity come on you're a
4: politician never say honest
0: <laughs> right i to have him Okay, I know Larry. Larry. We lost Larry in 2021. Oh, I know we lost. Okay, Colin Powell, Secretary of State. Colin, we lost Larry King and Colin Powell. Yeah. 2021. Wow. I think they said
4: they went about Colin, but Colin Powell's a great man in my book.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. May he rest in peace. Yes. Okay, we're getting close to the end. Stand by, audience.
4: Not anything in life.
0: George P. Schultz, former Secretary of State. Senator Harry Reid, we were just talking about the midterm elections. He was called the most recent lion of the Senate. Harry Reid was the Senate majority leader. Uh, now, uh, Chuck, uh, oh my God, what's the Democrats, Schumer? Yeah, Schumer, I'm still
4: thinking Harry Reid and black kids. That's what i was about. go ahead.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, Harry Reid. Donald Rumsfeld, Secretary of Defense for the Republicans.
4: Yeah, well, that's a whole nother story. But
0: yeah. yeah, Graham Edge, musician. This is Pompey. pocket fisherman. Okay, Ron, no, not Ron Yeah, Ron Pompeo. Okay. Right. This ah. has been the sweetest
1: ride
0: of John Madden, Mr. Keller, I'm going to let you take this one.
4: Oh, man, that one hit hard.
0: I bet it did. I bet it did.
4: One of the nicest guys.
0: Mm. Mm, mm, mm. You met him?
4: Yeah, man, just. uh... (sighs) (sighs) Yes, sir. You know, it's part of the family.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, God bless you, brother. God bless you.
4: (laughs) Same with Mitra. You know, they're just part of the family. There's not a lot of us, man. Yeah. So when we lose one, it hurts. Is somebody, an icon, like you know, mm. like Madden. I mean, he's just a player's coach. Yeah, you know, just a nice, just a nice guy. Wow,
0: wow, yeah. that was a big. It's when I saw that he passed a week or so ago. I thought about you, man, man. That wow, John Madden, rest in paradise. Joan Didion, she was an author. I'm gonna say a quick word about her. She was one of the first people to write an article about the Central Park Five being falsely accused. She's also known for uh, some other uh, famous uh, books, uh, but Joan Didion, rest in peace. Cicely Tyson, oh my God. Vice President Walter Mondale, Steven Sondheim, uh, Sweeney Todd, playwright, uh, man, Uh, incredible talents, man. These are some huge losses, bro. Yeah, a
4: lot of talent here. Wow.
0: Old... Willard Scott. I'm... Michael Collins, astronaut from Apollo 2. Prince Philip, the Duke of yeah. Edinburgh. Desmond Tutu. Come on now. Wow, Desmond Tutu. I don't have much to say about him. May he rest in peace. I just remember those summer games of 1984 when Nelson Mandela came out to California. It was uh it was powerful, man, and I know Tutu was an advocate yes. uh, for uh excuse me, against apartheid. Uh, we yes. just lost him and this is a fairly recent loss. And he spoke out against it. He he didn't, he didn't cut no words. No words. Desmond Tutu, Rest in Paradise, brother. The
1: moon, I'll be
4: we can't get Mooney on here? You have on
0: there? <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying, man. It's like they didn't have Mooney on there. Um, we also didn't have the three most recent ones. We're almost out of time, Mr. Keller. But man, that John Madden really hit hard, huh? Yeah, man. You know,
4: people don't understand. Um. When you play professional football, mm-hmm. it's, it's a small majority. Wow. Uh, and the things that you go through and you deal with, I mean, you do things that 99% of people won't do to get your body ready uh, to play. I mean, my body fat was 2% when I was playing. Wow. Um, who's going to do that? You know, and then athleticism. Mm-hmm. You know, intensity, focus, concentration. They mm-hmm. say the focus and concentration of an NFL player is, is is ridiculous. It's like the normal human, not even close to it.
0: Yeah, you told us it ain't no ordinary game. No, um, so that's why I
4: hit hit hard with with John. And then you know, when it's the good guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah, never heard anything bad about. Him. People were clowning his game, Madden '95. I mean, all the Madden football games. I never heard anybody complaining about him, but I saw all this people clowning. I mean, there's always going to be trolls, you know. But I, I never heard one thing. I mean, you you hear, you've heard things about Jimmy the Greek and all these 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 really iconic figures in broadcasting that were former uh, players or whatever. But I don't, man. I don't remember hearing ever hearing a bad thing about Madden. No. no, I mean people you would go to a party and bring people would bring their own controllers
4: to play Madden.
0: <laughs> wow, look at that. Right? They look would at bring that. their
4: own controllers to play it. Wow. And, and people want to be on on the face of Madden each year.
0: Mhm. Mhm.
4: You know, then when you have people doing impressions of you. Right. You know, it's it's like you you transcended every every level of entertainment
0: yeah i mean you nailed it you know when we were, we were running the clip it's like it becomes a part of the family part of the very fabric of our lives man it's like wow well uh you mentioned mooney uh three more uh, i got a, like a minute or two left brother um man we just lost betty white the actress just short of 99 her... man she was almost at her 100th birthday. Oh, my God. Uh, Coach Dan Reeves is another one. I thought about you when we lost him.
4: Yeah, uh, Dan. My, actually, my sister used to date Dan
0: Reeves. Um, wow. Yeah. Never knew that. So that hit hard
4: for her. Oh, yeah.
0: man. tell Send her my condolences, man. I'm, I, yeah. I didn't even know that. And then uh, last but not least, um, we lost Max Julian. Uh, when did Ma- we
4: lose Max?
0: We lost Max yesterday, bro. Max <sighs> Julian, 88 years young, played the Mac uh, famous black exploitation film of the 1970s. I just found out it was based in Oakland because I'm shameful to say that I've, I haven't watched the Mac. I've been clowned for it my whole life. My black card has been revoked. But yeah, man, <laughs> we lost the Mac. Max Julian. We lost him, bro. Yeah,
4: man. Richard Pryor was in
0: that movie. Richard Pryor was in the movie. Absolutely mm-hmm. right. And what stood out for me was that famous sample uh, that Snoop Dogg used. It wasn't a sample, but he just pretty much lifted the script. He's like, yo, man. Your woman chose me. Now we can handle this like <laughs> gentlemen, but we can get into some gangster stuff. That was Max Julian. Yeah, it was. Oh, snap. I didn't yeah, know. Man, well, Jeffrey Keller, I really appreciate it. Thank you for being so open and transparent. That, that was tough to watch. Um, we lost a lot, uh, but 2022 is here. And uh, I just wanna say, brother, I love you. I'm glad you're still here. Uh, it's been tough man but we we going to get through another one and um continue success to you good brother and you know I'm going to be calling you again uh anything we need to know about uh you got any shows coming up that we need to be aware of or to be Well able- you know it's, it's it's tough right now because of the uh man of the virus so people aren't really going out
4: and you know you got to be careful
0: so Sure do Yeah
4: it's it's uh
0: spotty Yeah well we'll we'll just say uh, uh have we'll just send them to your website uh your 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 ig mom is white and y'all just keep up with mr keller uh right there but uh i love you bro thank you for doing this with me i really appreciate you okay love you man thank you again well that's our show y'all psychotic bump school is the place where education and entertainment meet at the intersection of funk and soul. My name is DJ Rome and you know we're here every Monday evening from 5.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific time and Friday evenings from 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. Pacific time. Check back with us, we shall return next week. Also wanna thank our guests for the evening, Mr. Jeffrey Keller, and of course, the good brother, Dr. Reggie Robinson. Also wanna send a very special shout out to Mr. Frank Starks, who is the Iron Man behind the board. And we're out of here, y'all. Take care and happy new year.